we got new mics now. We got a new setup going on. We, we're going to have a guest today. Spoilers. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we could do something for some new listeners if we're having some people jump on. We could do what I would refer to as a meta podcast today. A meta podcast? Whatever do you mean? Explain to them the bits and gags and goofs that we do as we go along. So what Caleb's doing right now is trying to explain a bit where we explain how to do things. Now, I'm not sure how well it's going to go over, especially because we have a lot of goofs and gags, and often we'll make goofs and gags on the spot, just like I'm doing right now while he's explaining it. It's fine. This wasn't rehearsed. You're in it. Sorry. Uh, Continue. So this is the part where Brody makes fun of Caleb. It's a pretty... like standard part of this podcast just so everybody is aware and the part where zach kind of sits silently and doesn't want to get involved that's okay (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite parts of a podcast is just (laughs) wanting to enjoy the most recent episode and they say we're gonna explain what we're gonna do real quick (laughs) (laughs) um so i was re-listening to the first uh episode of scissor seven and i remember we uh did uh, a bit of marketing uh, for a product called Pete Stank. Dudes, Pete Stank's huge in Europe. <laughs> Isn't that just Euro Stink? <laughs> no, it's still Pete, but they say uh, uh, Peter Stank. <laughs> it's Odile de Pete Stank. Odile <laughs> uh, de Pete. <laughs> yeah, so Pete Stank is actually what inspired my idea. To uh, do an explanation because we came in hot on that last episode just being like, Pete stank, Pete stank. And we were just like going for it. And it's like if nobody has any idea what the heck we're talking about. So what Pete stank was, was uh, back in the day we were doing um, kind of like a whose line is it anyways game where we had, you know, different characters come in. And uh, my character was obsessed with Zach's character's smell. There was something about it that was so... uh, uh, aromic and we just really enjoyed that so uh we decided to bring that well i decided to bring that over to another episode where we could enjoy uh pete uh one more time through his smell i hate pete stank so much <laughs> i hate it and this is what happens when i re-listen to our old episodes i get re-inspired by my own stupidity so hey just for welcome. the listeners who don't know what we're talking about zach invented this michigan pete character and he hates it <laughs> Because we were both trying to get laid, and you wanted to sleep with me instead. That's that's Dude, all the comedy. Your aromas that came were from too it. powerful. Okay, so this is the bit where Zach acts like he doesn't enjoy being the center of attention. But, you know, we all are in a podcast, so we do. But Zach tries to play it off cool for his lady fans out there. Hey, lady. Zach's number is one eight hundred Pete Stank, and he's totally into it. Uh, so anyway. i went to this really weird zoo the other day and it only had one dog in it and if i must say it was a shit zoo Uh, this is the part where (laughs) zach talks about a joke that he found on the internet or heard from a drunk uncle once classic zach (laughs) all right here we go next caller (laughs) this is the part where we pretend we have phone-in callers what uh, the hell is happening (laughs) this is the part where we're making up a part of uh, the podcast for the first time. It happens a lot. Don't worry. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Hi, my <laughs> my name's Amy. Can you uh, talk about more anime, please? <laughs> it's been like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the power of yeah. editing, sir. <laughs> um, do you got something? 
uh, cold open is somewhere in there. Yeah, I, I think that's fine. This is the part where we question whether the cold open was good enough <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> Which, uh, you never hear it, happens every episode. <laughs> <laughs> for everyone hi there i'm one of your three hosts uh, my name is brody morden it is yeah true we're going true today i'm a fan of anime whoa my name's caleb morden i think brody's getting a little too erotic over here he's very excited <laughs> about his new mic yeah. and you can tell just the tone no, of like his voice is, i i i <laughs> I think the problem is the uh, other mic didn't realize how central. Like this one has oh, a central yeah. filter. Yeah, Sensual you, you crank sexy up to ten on this mic. Yeah, man. Oh, eleven, baby. Oh, shoot. Because uh, ten just wasn't enough. <laughs> you don't want to get your new mic waterlogged, buddy. Be careful, okay. <laughs> this is the part where me and Brody have said our names, and we wait for Zach to make up a fake character. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're uh, at some point we just have to say uh it's, it's that zach brown so now he can make up his fake character okay zach who are you <laughs> i'm sony lg samsung oh wow uh you must have a lot of royalties i was made in a lab, I was made in a lab. <laughs> okay uh so uh what product are you out of all those i'm a human <laughs> But he's got bits and boobs in him, and yeah. Got bits and boobs in him. These all say it's a race to figure out the first AI, your true AI, right? But we passed that line a long time ago. Why would they name the first AI Samsung Galaxy? What did you call yourself? <laughs> Super Mario LG Galaxy. I don't think you did. Yeah, Sony LG Samsung. Sony LG Samsung, get it right. What does the LG stand for? Life's good. Nice. It's good, baby. Sony life's good. Samsung. We make phones and fridges, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And humans, apparently. <laughs> All right. So we got a real exciting show for you guys today. Uh, we got uh, part uh, two <gasps> of a fun show that- Eden Zero? <laughs> I wish. It Fire Force? Heaven Sauce Property, part three? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's going to be uh, Scissor 7 Season 2. Oh. Yeah, so last where we left off, Caleb, where were we? Yeah, what happened, Caleb? We're in a world. It's got people who are notable assassins who are ranked in their assassinness. Cool. And we got a boy who washes up on a beach, I guess, I think, and he's got no memories. And he's like really bad at everything <laughs> he does have a pair of scissors and he likes to cut hair i think i don't remember that part oh geez anyway he gets picked up by a short stubby little blue chicken manager who takes him under his wings keep going all right and then he assigns him to a bunch of different assassination attempts to like train him up oh yeah i forgot he's got magical eggs that can make seven which is the main character's name turn into anything so that's real fun you know <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a bad company called stan or stanian i think stanian just means a person from stan and uh they go against the big boss guy who's got a reverse crotch iron man suit it's like a oh, man yeah. yeah he's got his dong hanging out i'm pretty sure brody said 
Uh, <laughs> I never said that. And he so. recalls his magic pair of scissors and cuts through him and the thing, and he almost dies. And then Seven, in a moment of about to be dead, he realizes that he was an assassin after all, and he survives because, you know, the now power of memories. Cool. <laughs> he remembered that he can survive that. <laughs> I would say that's a pretty decent sum up. Yeah, there's a girl that he likes named Thirteen. How old is she though? I I'd same age as same age as seven. So okay. seven. <laughs> no, same age as the character seven. Oh, okay, all right. Okay, and then like the whole village kind of helped uh, save seven, and like they all fought together to fight off this Danian dude. Cool. Which I think is important because the island is a very important uh, character for the show. Is this Moana or what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? The freaking lost dude? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so it's been a while and the island is thriving with the world's most famous hair salon bringing people from all over the world. <gasps> he actually goes and becomes a full-time hairdresser. Seven and the, the blue manager chicken or across the street at their hair salon, watching all the people go into the world's most famous hair salon. (laughs) Uh, They still kind of suck. Seven is wanting to travel back to Stan to get his memories back, but uh, the the chicken's all like, yo, we got no money. And then one of the dudes that he's cutting his hair, a character from the first season, the bodyguard dude, he is like, yo, my boss wants to hire you guys. There's a bunch of assassins on the island. We'll give you a hundred thousand currency uh, for each kill. He's like, no, I'm not really feeling that. Like, it's okay. And then the manager like is like, no, you're doing it. Get the fuck out there and do your job. Seven begrudgingly goes out and gets some food and like tries to think of how he's gonna like find these people and kill them. And he's like, what am I supposed to say? Like, hey, are you are you an assassin? And as he's saying that and sitting down, the guy on the other side of the table is like, oh, you saw through my ruse. <laughs> and uh, it's one of the dudes and he's like got this kind of magic feel to him. And uh, and Seven's got this new almost throwing star thing that he <laughs> gets out of hair gel. So he like shoots it at him all like, do you guys remember the show Totally Spy back in the day? Or oh, totally yeah. Spies? Yep. Yeah, it felt like that kind of gadget. Okay. And uh not what I remember from the show, but <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um <laughs> The magic dude is doing a cup and ball trick and like hits his cup as soon as he pulls it out, so someone's like, Oh fuck, I don't get the kill. And then he's doing it so, and like what? finishes it and shoves it on the, the ground shoves it on the table and the star goes out and hits him in the chest, fucking killing him, and he's like Holy smokes. I know that's what I'll say when I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I have a heart attack. Holy smokes. Holy and I just... smokes, bud. <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. If you ever in a car with me and we're in the middle of a car accident, I'll look over at you and be like, holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> the plane's going down. Everyone's screaming. <laughs> holy smokes. <laughs> my, my house is on fire. I wake up and there's smoke everywhere. And I'm like, oh, holy smokes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I want a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He didn't say holy smokes. <laughs> I said holy smokes <laughs> to describe the situation. I appreciate it either way. Was he wearing a hat though? Yeah, no hats this season. Oops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Liar. He's leaving. He's leaving the restaurant area, frustrated that you know he didn't get to eat and he's hungry, and he stops by like a place making like these meatballs, and there's this big beefy blue cow man. He's selling the meatballs. Yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> Whatever. Um, well, I mean, the, the chicken manager also gives him eggs that he throws on the ground and breaks them. So, like, I don't think yeah. anybody really cares. <laughs> Where do those eggs it's come true. from? They, he lays them. <gasps> no, he doesn't. Why would... No, it's it's an adventure. You're good. You might be able to ask someone about that later. Uh, <laughs> Seven asks uh, what he's cooking, and the guy's like, how did you find me? I've escaped from the world to, you know, like, live on my own just making my meatballs. Uh, and it turns out uh, the the that guy's an assassin too they fight seven lets him live so seven's doing this job to go hunt down assassins but he's just accidentally coming across them yeah this time because he wanted some meatballs <laughs> yeah well it's because he's still hungry seven doesn't want to be fighting people right now he's just trying to live his day but this is his job i realize he's not good at it i wasn't the writer i don't know what to tell you <laughs> wait so he beats him and lets him go anyway what is happening? His manager's <laughs> going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's out. Um. So. <laughs> but he left. What's while walking stop home, he bumps into the little girl who uh, he helped with her bucket list. We're just going to call her bucket list girl. I remember her. Uh, she's being harassed by some long-haired ginger dude. Uh, seeing this, he actually gets serious. Dude pulls out his katana and turns out the katana was a gun. So he pulls out like just like the handle a bit and it shoots something at him. And <coughs> Seven catches it in his scissors. Whoa. <laughs> and then Seven distracts him with his bad attitude and then just punches the dude in the face and tells him to go home. <laughs> Hardcore. So hardcore. I mean, he's got, he literally stabbed through himself and the enemy to win last time, last season. And this time he's punching a dude and being like, sit down, go home. <laughs> 13 shows up after letting him live at the end of season one. Didn't she steal his sword or something like that, too? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got his boy. thousand demon dagger sword or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, they are about to fight and then. She makes a deal with him. She's like, if I win, you need to leave this island forever and never come back. And if you win, I'll never like I'll never see you. I'll leave. And he's like, I'll make you a different deal. If I win, wants. you have to come to the beach with me. Oh we have to have yeah. A beach date. <laughs> and she's like, No. And he's like, That's the only way I'll have to fight. And she's like, Fine, but you won't win. <laughs> well, let me guess. <laughs> <laughs> the two of them fight, and after seven gets the better of her, she tells him. Uh, he has assassins from all over the world to come get him and offers his dagger back. And he's like, no, nah, I'm okay. I got these I scissors. I like my scissors that you gave me <laughs> anyways. Like, they're pretty cool. Are they magical scissors or are they just normal scissors? Like, he can he, Well, he's got, them, like, right? telekinesis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, cross-island telekinesis. Yeah, it's correctly. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> 13's telling him that there's people from all over the world coming to kill him like he should leave the island everyone's in danger if he doesn't and uh, again he's just like oh I'm sure it's fine it's okay I'll punch yeah. him and tell him to go home <laughs> right right like like 
the last four that I've seen have been pretty easy going, so I'm not worried about it. Okay. She's like, these ones are these ones are more intense though, trust. Well, I mean, one of them was literally a cow who was selling his children as meatballs. So like uh, <laughs> Well, that- you're jumping to conclusions. <laughs> yo, yo, they could have been his enemies, bro. <laughs> yeah. His uh, his competition. <laughs> yeah, his competition. <laughs> out fry the competition. That's like his slogan. He's actually just frying up the competition. It's great, man. <laughs> I want to go eat meatballs from this dude. Be sure to come next week for the testicle festival. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the best meat would probably come from a cow because they know the best, they're the most about their meat, right? It's, yeah, one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so at any point when you guys are like goofing, do you think, is this funny? Nope. <laughs> no, okay. I just it's... throw spaghetti at the wall and see we, what happens. Yeah. I'm wetting paper towel, squirting some soap on it, and hawking it at the ceiling as hard as I can. <laughs> yeah. And it's just making art there, isn't it? It's just that paper towel splattering on the wall, and you're just like, holy Picasso shit right there, my man. All right, bucket list girl wants to hang out with Seven, and Seven's like, sure, we'll go and hang out. On their way to go to the the forest, uh, this lizard assassin dude wraps his his tongue around uh, Seven's face and makes it so he can't scream for help and then goes invisible so then he's just like sitting there on his moped for what the the lizard assassin wants to be days so the lizard is like standing there trying to like essentially make seven die from starvation wouldn't the lizard man also die from starvation because he's holding him there i had breakfast (laughs) yeah i had a hearty lunch (laughs) i can last two minutes later my secret is carbo loading (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he gets hit by a car because he's standing in the road invisible. Smart. <laughs> yeah, the the bucket list girl shows back up. The three of them hop on the ho- moped and go and play video games. Cool. And that's right, the three of them. The, the lizard dude randomly is uh, hanging out with them. And Seven's like, man, it's really good you didn't go around my neck because I couldn't breathe. And that would have been bad. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. You're right. <laughs> So there's literally no stakes to this show, huh? Because this lizard guy got hit by a truck and now he's just chilling with them playing some video games. These are the intro before the big old... This is how Scissor 7 does it. Well, that's how most anime does it, but Caleb never seems to understand that. Like, the first half of anime shows are usually like, hey, this is fun and cute. Enjoy. That's why you need to watch the back half of Avatar, you imbecile, because it gets freaking good. Mr. Watch Clone Wars, it only gets good after the second or third season. So this is the part of the show where Brody berates me for not liking anime. <laughs> I, for the rest of the show, I'll probably you'll hear some mild sobbing in the background, and I just want to explain <laughs> that for our listeners who don't understand how hurt my feelings are. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thanks. I'm yeah, so sorry. I appreciate. It. And I, I am sorry if you do hear crying. Um, you might also hear <laughs> laughter from me. <laughs> <laughs> There's an episode with this the the cat and dog from the first season. There's a new dog assassin on the island <laughs> singing this really nice melody, and it's really pretty sound. And it's KK Slider. <laughs> Sorry, what? There's there's the Animal Crossing game and. And the dog with oh. the guitar shows up sometimes, and they're yeah. on an island. And he's too. like the chillest dude yeah. ever, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy's chill too, and he's just singing his songs, and he's just singing along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is Seven still like 
transforming every episode. Like I have this in my mind that uh, Seven often. is like a transforming kind of show. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He he uses it all the time, but is it important to? The story. I like the goofs. Right. I like. I like to hear what he turns yeah. into. Okay. Uh, in his fight with thirteen, um, he was changing into a bunch of things, and it was super fun and cute. So there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was sounds super fun and cute, bro. You really <laughs> painted. You really painted a picture for me. Oh, wow. Huh? Yeah. Just a literally <laughs> artist. <laughs> <laughs> After getting a note to meet 13 at the beach, he gets all done up and he goes to the beach and he's super excited and he he walks up to 13 they they like he's he's being all sensual with her and uh, he realizes Whoa. wait a second this isn't 13 and boom he gets stabbed in the stomach with a poison dagger. No. Yeah, the girl that was standing in front of him is actually 13 sister and trying to finish off what her sister couldn't. It's 14. 14? Oh. Yeah. Whoa, Zach. <laughs> the bodyguard shows up and starts fighting her to protect Seven. The bodyguard is the little chicken? Who's Where's the little chicken at? The little chicken is uh, the thing he uses for flight normally. Uh, but once in a while, we'll get all muscly. He's muscly not a and, thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's a, he's a friend. He's got he's big chick energy. Remember that joke, yeah. guys? It literally almost yeah, shut down yeah. our podcast. <laughs> wait, wait, what? It's, what was that joke? He's got big chick energy. Caleb, that's hilarious. We need to write that down and send it to the Oscars. I that's know. wild. I'm just going to pretend Zach never said it. <laughs> it's okay. Zach said it? I didn't hear him say it. It's really funny, man. That's really like it's clever on so many levels, and it makes a dirty joke into a non-dirty joke, so kids can hear it. That's really where's good. the little and chick, Brody? So- <laughs> where is? Just tell us where he is. Uh, he's he's out and about. He's he's always around. Like he's, he's, he's always around. Okay. Yeah, he's not always going into his bodybuilder no. form, but like but I like to know his whereabouts. I care about. Him. Yeah. Okay. He's floating above seven right now. Cool. Like, he's not always animated, my man. <laughs> it's not like he's like, hey, I'm going to go to the store real quick. I'll be back. And then Seven's <laughs> like, okay. Now it explains it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Seven, I'm going on vacation for a day. See you after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. So she's uh, this 13 sisters about to get Kamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehamehameh
The one who wanted the dagger at the end of the last season? Yup. The one who has the dagger. Are they? Rock are on. their numbers anything significant? I know they're both named with numbers, but have we talked about that or know anything about that yet? Well, if you know, the number 7 and the number 13 can both be considered lucky and unlucky. They add up to 20, which is yes. a significant number That's... if you look at the codex. Of... If you take 7 from 13, you get... Six. <laughs> All right. What? I'm going to hit you guys with one more episode before the break. Is that cool? Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. the start of the next episode, we're getting a prequel for 13's master. The <gasps> dude, he's got gray hair um, and he's got an eye patch on one of his eyes. He's pretty cool looking. Um, he's going from person to person, just mass killing people who are like, really powerful and he's slowly moving up the ranks of his organization till he becomes or gets an invitation from someone called uh the shadow killers and uh, he's like oh finally and all this time he's been bringing 13 with him and showing her all the ways of like killing and stuff and all these people actually die Caleb? Oh, they're dead. Real stakes? Whoa, bro. <laughs> wow, wild. Real stakes. Where can I get mine? Right? That sounds tasty. Probably from that first assassin selling meatballs. So he finally gets to the Shadow Killers, and he's <laughs> been there for about a year, and there's only like a handful of them. He walks right? in with a flashlight, and they say, Turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> you expect us to be shadows with all that light? <laughs> Sorry, Brody. Just it's all good. Gotta throw it at the wall, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but like, yeah, it's fine. Okay, so he's been there for a year, and since being there, a new member has joined, and it's the youngest member who's ever joined. It's a 15 year old boy. Um, he's a cold, focused killing machine, and they gave him the code name Seven. <laughs> yeah. Does that does Danny? that mean? Are you are you saying what I think you're saying? <laughs> so yeah. Is this the character we know and love? During the flashback, one of the other members, this green haired guy with like red teeth, and I believe we call him Red Tooth, uh, tries to start start shit with him. Seven easily defends himself against the guy, but it's still a freaking sick looking fight. The other member. Uh, gets the better of him and bites his shoulder, taking some of Seven's vitality with it. He then goes all blood-raged, monster on him, before Thirteen's master steps in and stops it, telling him that shadow members are forbidden to harm one another. Thirteen's <laughs> master then tells um, Seven about a blade called the Thousand Demon Dagger Blade, or Dagger. I don't fucking know what it's a dagger. The uh, yeah, the, the thousand demon dagger. The demon thousand island dagger. Demon thousand blade. island dressing. <laughs> <laughs> and Seven embarks on a quest to get it. Yeah, Seven's got some shit in his back background. Yeah, because he doesn't remember any of this stuff, right? But now he's just like, we're finding out more and more of how hardcore we're finding out was. more about him than Seven knows about him. Yeah. He's still man bunned. He's not letting it dangle. Yeah, he's in the show. He's got like this weird, almost like chicken looking man bun on the back of his head. But when he goes into serious mode, often like his hair will like fall down or like the animation style changes from like in One Punch Man. You have Saitama and Saitama's goofy and easily drawn. 
But then you also have One Punch Man, who's aesthetically pleasing and chiseled. Yeah, like uh, in Heaven's Lost Property, when he's very kind and wholesome and giving a speech, <laughs> he's drawn very well. But whenever he's being a little scamp, being a little, little, little different. Yeah, just like attack. Yeah, um, uh, this is the part of the show where uh, Zach uh, talks about Heaven Lost Property, even though we've done two episodes and, uh, and neither of them were really uh, highlighted in my. It will never career. go away. <laughs> yeah, it's literally on the internet. Yeah. It will always be here. This is the part we where like we try to forget. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is the part where we stop and a little bit of music plays. You guys ready to hear this music? Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 Too much. This is the part where we wait for Caleb to tell us what the game is. <laughs> okay, no, okay, but for real, this is the part where we take a break talking about the anime and we play a fun little jig. Not jig, that means song. Are we, is, 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 is this a song game? It's a song, guys? Oh, shoot. It's a song game. Oh, no. It's a song game. I've got beats that I'm going to play for you, and then you're going to sing a friggin' cool rap, bro. It's going to be awesome are you serious no (laughs) i'm not serious okay here you go captain's report number 420 our name is dr carlisle replicat from kepler 69c otherwise known as the clone lords we have spent our life traveling to planets throughout the galaxy collecting some of the most interesting individuals we could find by means of cloning It has taken us many, many years, but we have finally done it. We have finally come up with the perfect way to clone humans of Earth. My new human clones are almost perfectly identical to the original. Even we can't tell the difference between them. Two small caveats, though. They do have remarkably different memories, which is an inherent defect when duplicating the hippocampus. Also, contrasting voices, a side effect of early tank growth on the plica vocalis. But that's not really a concern of mine at the moment. With this almost perfect technology at hand, we have found the most interesting people we could find through time and space, and have generated a perfect clone of each of them for our collection. Don't worry, we will return them to their original homes as soon as we have properly catalogued everyone. Oh no, what was that? Our clones, they've escaped. We need to get in there right now before they mingle with our primary subjects. We think it's too late. Which one is which? We're going to have to sleuth this out the old-fashioned way. Wish us luck. Oh, my God. (laughs) So you're clones on a ship, and I have to try to figure out which one of you is the real one. You're going to generate some interesting characters for me, and I'm going to figure out which one I deem to be the real version of that character, and then I'm going to keep the other one for my collection forever. They never get to see their family or friends again. Oh, God. Okay. So I'm going to pitch you a character. It's going to have a very short, very vague backstory. Each of you are going to give me your best character voice that you can think of and uh, try to create some kind of like interesting backstory for them. It is not a one at a time kind of thing. This is a he is the imposter scenario. So you were trying to like point at the other one and be like, he's the one lying. He's the fake one. Right. And you're trying to convince me that you're the real one so that you can go back home to your family. Well, I'm ready to lie. All right. Okay, so first subject. <laughs> it just, just switches. <laughs> Party Fowl. He's a famed chicken, duck, and turkey rancher. In his free time, he likes to show up uninvited to get-togethers and hit on his best friend's partners, trying to woo them with many of his largest eggs. 
So which one of you is the real party fowl? Uh-huh. Look at them eggs. <laughs> this one's oval. This one's oval. This one's egg-shaped. This one's egg-colored. <laughs> Do you want a bone? <laughs> Damn, he sounds just like me. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, clone part. Yeah? How many of our friends' wives have we slept with? None. None of them like eggs. <laughs> Well, there's your answer there, sci-fi being in the sky, because I've had sex with two of my friends' wives. <laughs> no one's going to believe that we got laid via eggs. I'm sorry, clone. It's not just the eggs. I mean, listen to this voice. And I don't know if the cloning process screwed you over, but I got quite a stellar rig. <laughs> now, in order for them to see your stellar rig... They would need to be turned on by your eggs. Now, understand one thing there, silly clone. When you got a rig this big, you just got that big Just because you're referring energy. to me as silly clone does not mean that I'm the clone clone. Well, clones don't want or need sex because they've never had it. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> then why would I be trying to hit on all my friends' wives? That's just a description she gave to your soul. You don't feel those things, which is how I know you're not the real party foul. Okay, so judging based on the uh, success of these two in their sexual endeavors, I believe that the real party foul is a virgin, and he gets to go hey. home to his friends and family. <laughs> No! Yay, maybe I'll no! get laid next time. No! <laughs> <laughs> I, I've totally had sex. <laughs> <laughs> it was two women, different women. Two different women. <laughs> I get sucked up by a tractor beam and put in light handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a part of your collection. <laughs> I collect. I don't get collected. <laughs> <laughs> next subjects. So this subject that I collected in 2085 on Earth is named Carlos, and he hyphenates his name. He says Carlos Adult Cop. And uh, so the star of the hit show Carlos, Carlos Boy Cop, Carlos has eluded my capture for many years, and I have only managed to capture him in his twilight years. I'm sure he's still interesting in his adult life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in my later years, I... Lost the accent, seeing as I've lived in the States for all my adult years. My name is Carlos. I'm a Hispanic American, and I'm proud to say I've put over 500 villains, criminals, and killers behind the bars. I have three kids, Lucille, Deandra, and Nick. They're lovely children and want to be just like their pa. And uh, often we'll dress up like detectives and police officers for Halloween. And I just got to say, it brings such a smile to my face. And do they actually solve crimes? Well, the one is a big fan of Encyclopedia uh, Brown. And uh, me and him will go on adventures trying to solve things that I put out into the forest for him, like uh, little clues. And it'll usually end up being something that ends at an ice cream parlor and we'll have some food and have a real good time. Carlos, is that you? I, I look like you. I look exactly like you. 
Yeah, but I'm not. there's no way you are. I'm Encyclopedia Brown. Do you recognize me? <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> Where are we? How, how, wh- what's going on? Uh, is this a case I'm supposed to be solving? I'm sorry, I'm retired. <laughs> you gotta get us the fuck out of here, man. I know you're retired. Yeah. They've been touching my butt with weird horny things and I've just been going with the flow because that's how Carlos do. <laughs> what happened to the young spry accented boy that would care about this kind of shit? I need yeah, you, man. Well, Encyclopedia Brown's a cartoon book character so I know for fucking sure you're the clone. <laughs> ah, rats. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you saw right through me, huh? Yeah, sorry, I was not doing the Carlos voice again. Yeah, no, it was super not okay. <laughs> and we left it, so. Hey, Carlos Boycott showed up in the last Scissor 7 episode, so we gotta, we yeah, gotta bring him back a little bit, you know? I know, I know. In that situation, one of them was an adult an adult Carlos who had survived his life and grown up with his children. The other one was a dude who was claiming to be Encyclopedia Brown. And as my... Uh, in my alien collection, I don't want a broken clone, so you can. I'm just gonna throw Encyclopedia Brown in the trash and keep Carlos for myself. I'm a brain parasite. I'll infect all your fucking clones. You won't get away with this, right? You know, alien. I gotta tell you, that means a lot to me. Uh, ever since retiring, sometimes I look in the mirror and just think, "Am I broken?" Enjoy your fucking hell on this ship, you goddamn idiot. We could have brought this operation to its knees. But no, you want to speak all fucking slow and jerk each other off. (laughs) If that's what you want to do while hearing in my voice, I'm not going to stop you. Oh, look at him. He's dying and jerking off at the same time. (laughs) I need to finish before my heart gives out. You've got this, big boy. Just release. All right. All right, one more subject. It, uh, this is Gerardo Gravy Man. He's a rich snob, philanthropist, and all-around cool dude. Gerardo Gravy Man was the first to discover gravy when he was a young buck working in his father's butcher shop. Yeah? <laughs> he discovered gravy. <laughs> his name's Mr. Gravyman. Mr. Gravyman. That was my father. You can call me Sir Graveman the Third. We took the Y out two years ago. <laughs> Yo, what's up? I'm Mr. Gravy. Oh, yeah, he was supposed to be hip and cool. Yeah. You guys got any gravy? I mean, we're talking about gravy. Can I get some gravy? Can I get some poutine up in this bitch? <laughs> Yo, I thought you were old and be raggled. What happened? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my Scooby-Doo ass trick to fucking get you. I'm a kid. But do you have gravy? Aw, oh, dude, I got gravy of the wazoo. Check it out. And I pull out a wazoo, and it's full of gravy. <laughs> that looks like a kazoo, but I'll allow it. Aw, <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> you ever shot gravy out of a voo-voo? That's what I call zuelas. <laughs> oh, zuelas. <laughs> totally, dude. We're totally like the same. Fuck this alien dude. Let's go party with some gravy. You probably drown him in gravy. Take a ship. Oh, dude, imagine this ship covered in gravy. I hear they got a clone of ScarJo downstairs, bro. <laughs> imagine ScarJo just, just straight up covered in gravy. Well, can we have normal sex with her first? <laughs> dude, what? Wait, what? Oh, you just want to cover her in gravy? 
Dude, gravy makes everything taste better. We're not going to eat her, dude. <laughs> this isn't the real guy. He doesn't give a fuck about gravy of all sorts. This guy's not going to fuck ScarJo. You think I'm a clone? <laughs> 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 all right, gravy men, gravy men, calm down. <laughs> you calm down, bro. Where's the gravy? Where's the gravy, bro? <laughs> Where's the gravy? <laughs> One of you will have all the gravy he ever desires. The other one will be stuck in my collection. Which one of you? You're telling me I can't share this gravy <laughs> with this beautiful man right here? And he couldn't share it with me? Wait, once we're in the collection, what does that mean, bro? You are trapped in a cell where you will remain for the rest of your life, which will be forever because I will preserve you. But can it be covered in some gravy? There will be no gravy. <laughs> Oh, this sounds like hell. Let's yeah. kill him. Let's kill Let's him. Kill him. Let's, kill, Let's him. kill him. Let's kill him. Let's kill him. Uh, and then I grab my kazoos that are filled with hot gravy and shove them on your face. Yeah, I shove my vuzuela up his cloaca. <laughs> ah, the gravy is my weakness. <laughs> Why did I bring two gravy fiends on the ship? <laughs> now where do you keep the clones, you son of a bitch? <laughs> I was going to be a recurring character, but I'm dying of gravy. <laughs> Hopefully don't have any siblings or relatives or alien race that you could be. I have infinite. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool then. It's okay if we kill you. Bye. So do you know how to fly a ship? <laughs> Feeling low? Too tired to go into work or school today, but you have no one to call in for you. Not to mention, every time you try to call in sick, your acting skills fail you and you end up going into work anyways. Why not get someone else to call in today with Celeb Me Off? Hello there, this is Guilford Gottfried. <laughs> Sorry Jacob can't come into school today, but he was skateboarding and went down a massive hill and he's currently walking his way back up. I'm Gilbert Gottfried. And because it's me, it's more believable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Seth Rogen here. <laughs> Jimbles will not be coming in today because we're doing a big movie shoot and I'm the producer director. So <laughs> he's going to be busy. And that's why I'm calling um, because we're doing a job together. And ha ha ha. Yep, that's me. Again, that's <laughs> Seth Rogen. All right. Anyways isn't going to be in because this makes sense. Bye. <laughs> Our crew of highly trained, highly skilled voice actors will mimic any celebrity you can think of to call in sick for you. Work, school, no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm Danny DeVito. Little Marcus got a dentist appointment with me, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Dave Franco here. I'm currently working with Seth Rogen over on a new shoot. And you know Jibbles? Turns out he's gonna be our star. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, Seth. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me Jimbles the accountant is gonna be a star? It's, wait, you said James Franco? Seth Rogen? Uh, I believe he said Dave Frank. I mean, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid! I keep hate together, every Seth. second of this. Fucking keep it together, Seth. <laughs> Political figureheads, we got you. Hello, this is Barack Obama. 
I'm calling to let you know that Jeremy is currently doing a National Treather with Nicolas Cage. They were just in my office and they hit me over the head with a pistol, but I I can't be too mad because, I mean, I, I wish I had the gall to go after that treasure, but, you know, <laughs> moral of the story, you won't be on today, and thank you for your call. This is Barack Obama. <laughs> Calling Central Elementary School. <laughs> he's, he's a little just a kid it's for a seven year old historical individuals of course hey uh, this is Jesus uh, just calling in saying that um, Chad's gonna be a bit hung up today Oh, uh, he might not come back for another three days <laughs> he's a bit out of it Feeling like living on the edge? Easy, just use our fictional character's roster. This is Willy Wonka, and Charlie <laughs> won't be in today, because I'm about to kill him and his classmates. <laughs> I'm Doc Brown, and Marty can't make it to school today. <laughs> <laughs> wow, gee, Doc, uh, I, uh, um, uh, you're right, he can't come to school. He's too busy going back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you waiting for? Contact Celeb Me Off today to get a discount on our very own Ryan Reynolds. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds. You know me with my signature accent. Uh, anyways. Did you know I'm Canadian? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That was another Ryan Reynolds behind me there. Um, anyways. <laughs> on the other line, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the other line. It's a busy, it's a busy call center. I mean, a uh, busy uh, household. Um, it, so, uh, Frankie Mc, uh, Johnson will not be coming into his operation today. Um, so, yeah, sorry, me, Ryan Reynolds. There's, this is, yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so visit Celeb Me Off today to get your favorite celebrity to get you off. The great thing about this product is the fact that, like, the next day, everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, I didn't know you knew Mariah Carey. Tell me about her. That's where you No, put, tell me the personal stuff. You put your head down and be like, I got to get to work, man. I missed the whole day. <laughs> Maybe a lunch. Like, Didn't you hear about the busy day I had yesterday? Product. Come on. Didn't you hear how busy I fucking was? <laughs> Why is the celeb being involved helping getting you off? Because everybody knows like, who oh. the celebs are. So that you don't need yeah, to verify yeah. it. It adds certainty. <laughs> you it need adds. to verify that way more than anything no, no, else. No, but you hear their voice? They sound exactly like yeah. them. The voices we just did? Exactly. Yeah, it's convincing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Hello, I'm Chris Pine Hemsworth Pratt, and I'm doing another Marvel thing. So Jamie's not coming into work. <laughs> I'm doing that, so he's not coming to work. He's, watching, he's watching me. There's no, there's no relation to you person. It makes no sense. Are you going to fight with Chris Pine Hemsworth, Pratt? No. <laughs> Didn't think so. Now I have the day off, and I will give a five-star review on Google. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, we did leave off in the past. He was, we found out that he was a member of the, uh, oh, right. The he was Shadow the new Killers. number seven who joined. Yeah. 
Uh, we flash back to the present. One of the members, the one who took a bite out of Seven in the past, the guy who drained his vitality, is on the island. Um, and he ends up going to the old lady's house, who was about to take out Thirteen's sister earlier in the show. Oh, no. There seems to be a, a past that they have and he keeps on asking her to unlock the seal and she's like i can't do that like i'm not supposed to do that like i got exiled just like you they start fighting and they have an all-out battle where they're using energy blasts very dragon ball z whoa uh, the fight goes from scene to scene until they end up in front of seven and end up destroying his ramen stand no. uh and he wants compensation <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna pay for that <laughs> Wait, why does he have a ramen stand now i thought he was a haircut hairdresser um he he ha- he has ha- side hustles everywhere his portfolio got- is diverse yeah he's got a diverse <laughs> portfolio red tooth's fighting her ends up grabbing seven biting him and draining some vitality he's like why does this person have so much vitality <laughs> he's so tasty <laughs> he's so tasty the the bodyguard who's got like that like super intense like flexing thing that makes his body like steel uh is nearby so seven grabs him and starts using him as a sword and shield against this guy sword and shield like he's swinging yeah, him like, like a sword so he's swinging him like this and the guy's like in a pencil shape he's swinging him as if he's a sword and then when the guy comes to scratch him he'll like throw him over his back wow yeah what was the movie with uh daniel radcliffe where he was like swiss army man (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. similar yeah sure it seems like there's no stopping them when um the dude's like oh you're using the impenetrable defense like what level are you and seven's like he'll never tell and he's like oh i'm level seven he's like oh huh and pokes his belly button and then he deflates uh and then it's just (laughs) seven in this man my one weakness my belly button (laughs) (laughs) don't try and raspberry me (laughs) i might just die (laughs) 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 oh my powers (laughs) oh god the bodyguard guy gets his his all his stuff drained and you know he's being, all his stuff drained. All his vitality drained. Oh, you drained all my stuff. <laughs> you drained all my f- fluid. My sink was full. Now it's not. My tub was. Full. You drained all my stuff. <laughs> I started to water in my fucking toilet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How did you drain that? <laughs> drain oh, more like drain no. No. <laughs> Okay, uh, he, he then slowly transforms into what they call the bloodlust form, uh, and he's becoming unstoppable. Who's transforming? The tooth guy? Uh, yeah, the he's tooth, red lust, tooth guy. He's lusting real hard. He's yeah. becoming unstable. The old lady looks over at uh, Seven. She's like, the way we can like stop him is you have to kiss me. And he's like, No. <laughs> Cool. Because then he'll have yeah. lust, lust instead of bloodlust. He'll have regular. <laughs> no, lust. Seven doesn't have the bloodlust. Like Seven has to kiss this old lady. No, I know, but you're kissing in front of a dude. <laughs> That's pretty hot, right? <laughs> oh yeah, Agreed. yeah, totally. <laughs> Before he can stop her, she forces the PDA on him and kisses his face. Dun, dun. But then she becomes younger and much more graceful and beautiful. And all the guys are like. <gasps> 
Um, and her true self slash power comes out unleashed. Her animation style changes to a very Saitama serious look as well. And the Dragon Ball Z fight just gets more intense. And, and she gets this magic from being kissed or kissing somebody. It's like a princess in yes, the frog she, situation. She <laughs> used to be a part of the this like Lily Monk squad majigger. Um, and, uh, well. back in the day, both well. her and the red tooth guy were actually both members of it. Whoa. And as kids, they like hung out and slowly fell in love, but they weren't allowed to fall in love. And she ended up moving higher up in the society and he, uh, he gained animosity for her. And then the two had a unfortunate thing happen where he came and tried to kill every person in the temple. And they stopped him <laughs> and he was about to die and she used her healing magic on him and got kicked out for it. And he got kicked out because, you know, he tried to kill everyone um, because he thought that he wasn't getting the, the true secrets of the ninjutsu they have, basically. Uh-huh. Um, so they have some like serious backstory between the two of them. So the fight's continuing and uh, she expels this dark force from within and this dark power that he he got. But he's like, he's fighting it and it's letting him kill, like it's killing him basically. Uh, and then he bites the nearest person, AK-7, giving him more energy than he had before. But Seven is pretty fucked up now. So Sexy Chicken, the big trick energy, goes to his rescue and gets fucked up. Chicken Manager goes and does the same. They're all getting sucked off. I mean, bit. They're all getting bit. They're they're all getting fucked up. They're all just getting, like, thrown away like nothing, basically. They're getting hid and thrown to the ground. Does the big, does the Chicken Manager fight? Like, you said he jumps and he's actually got action behind him. Like, he can do stuff. He's capable. Are we doing this here? Is this where we're doing this? I'm just asking. Okay. So, oh, no, we're, we're doing this. This is where we're doing. You sound threatening. So I don't know what the, the... both sexy chicken <laughs> and the chicken threatened. manager have a past. They were raised in uh like a chicken fighting ring and the sexy chicken's original father actually died in it to this big yellow chicken. Big bird <laughs> from Sesame Street. <laughs> It, it killed his father. Big Bird's a menace, Brody. I'm he just is. trying to shed light on this situation. Yeah. How do you think Him. he got so big? <laughs> Anyways, he kills the father, and then so the blue chicken manager is forced to fight him in the next fight, ends up unlocking this like crazy fighting ability and takes out the big chicken. But this season, it's come back for more, and it's a robotic chicken cyborg thing, and he does it again and yes so he's strong <laughs> robot now but he's still good okay. <laughs> so he's pretty capable he's not just managing seven he's like doing his own thing and has yeah. his own stories the manager of pain <laughs> manager of pain that was my manager when i worked at tim hortons <laughs> <laughs> she hit me all the time <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh god man yeah man it was not a good work environment <laughs> You signed yeah. an NDA. You can shut up now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm zipping my lip. Seven being choked and seeing all the people die around him, a darkness takes a hold of him. An inner darkness he's always had, but one that is actually asking to be let out now. His true form from 15 years ago, uh, from his 15-year-old <laughs> self, the Seven who didn't feel and just wanted to be the best. Thirteen's master shows up with 13 like a tree 
and decides to like put this big black force field around them so no one can interfere with this battle. So the the guy who stopped their fight from all those years back, who told them that they weren't allowed to fight each other, is now making it so the entire island can't come to his aid this time, and that it's just a one-on-one battle. 1v1 me on rest. Right? (laughs) (laughs) 1v1 me, I ain't scared. Uh, He uses both his blades and and scissors to do, like, some badass killing shit, and he just, like going hard because he now accepted the the dagger that he refused to take from 13 earlier in the season he he's accepted it from 13's master and um it doesn't seem to be enough and seven is about to die when 13's master comes in for the kill and kills red tooth and leaves before anyone can see so everyone just assumes that seven killed fucking red tooth and was like oh fuck so he's like swooping in just to like steal his kill yep i mean he's trying to protect him though obviously right it doesn't seem like he's uh doing that out of spite before leaving he uh he tells seven like you have to leave like this is nothing compared to what's coming and like i'm not gonna be here people are gonna die you need to leave this island And so he begrudgingly finally does and grabs his old assassin gear and he like wields his blade and Seven is leaving and and he's going to become his shadow killer again. He's going to go and, you know, he's going to kill the leader. This is the dark, dark ending, right? Yeah. As he floats off the uh, on the raft, his island floating far, far away, follow his friends and family. Thirteen is sitting on the beach in the dress that Seven bought her, waiting for her date. No! For a man who will never show up. No! <laughs> so we only got like half a beach episode, right? I know, right? Man. She finally waits for him, goes to the beach, and that's, of course, when he leaves. Because that's Asian drama for you, baby. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Okay, whoa. What? <laughs> Asian drama. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's not offensive. (laughs) Korean dramas are literally one of the biggest things on the planet right now. Asian drama is waiting for your acceptance letter to come in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) You just made it racist. (laughs) That's some drama for you. Anyways, that's uh, Scissor 7, season two. Tight, tight. That one ended significantly sadder. I guess the first one, he ended up with a hole in his chest. So, like, they both end kind of sad for such a fun Mm. show. Yeah, you did say it gets kind of wild in the back half. Yeah. So, uh, now I got to take you seriously. Well, dude, okay, let me ask you this. The first half of Heaven's Lost Property. Wild shit happening? Not really. The back half? I would argue that the the first half Lazy definitely face. wild stuff is happening, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> Not to the plot, though. The plot gets thicker as a season goes I'm on. I'm also right. sad that the anime that I know the most about through you guys is Heaven's Lost Property, and I think about it so often, and I... <laughs> Just randomly? Just <laughs> well, when we're trying to compare oh, to wait. old shows we've talked about, I'm like, oh, Heaven's is, Lost Property. Is this property, my yeah? first this, season this, two show? This is your first season two, so Scissor 7 will p- take a new place in my heart. <laughs> Equally as much, and I would say a much better show, no offense to Heaven's Lost Property. You can fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We This is the part of the show where Brody's done talk. Remember this bit, guys? We forgot about this. This is the part of the show. <laughs> Where we uh, are done talking about the anime content, and usually, usually, that's the end of the episode. But look at that. You see that timer down there? This podcast still has a lot of legs. What's going to happen? 
<laughs> the All right, well, we have an interview segment. Get ready. Hold your butts. Hey, everyone. Uh, we got a little bit something different for you today. Uh, we were talking about Scissor 7, and uh, we actually have, uh, excitingly enough, a voice actor from said show, the uh, Blue Chicken Manager that we refer yeah, to. Yes, so I play I, I play 13. <laughs> yeah, he plays 13. <laughs> <laughs> well, we fucked that up. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, Di- I'm Daibo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is the chaotic energy we go for on our show, so I'm, I'm totally into it. That big chaotic energy, yeah. <laughs> yes. Asterisk. You nailed it. <laughs> and not the voice actor of 13. Uh, Jace Patrick. He's going to chat a little bit about the profession, uh, his thoughts on it, and uh, just some personal lifestyle, like his dog and uh, and what his reading habits are. All right, change the channel. This sounds like it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> some chicken talking about reading habits. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm so excited to meet you. Uh, I genuinely am a huge fan of the show. And uh, also the fact that you worked on Kenshin Impact. I'm a massive fan. Well, I was. And then I realized he was sucking up too much of my money and I stopped. Yeah, they didn't suck any of my money. They actually paid me. So oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it how I dunk on a guy I haven't met yet man. that's nice of me right it's okay <laughs> yeah i dude i'm really glad because i i love this show and i mean it, yeah okay fine i'm in it but if i wasn't i would watch it i yeah. love scissor seven it's just so much fun. it's so unique too um yeah like the, the art style and like the fact that the the voice actor isn't like the main character isn't just some american dude right like it's it's a chinese voice actor with the, the chinese anime well it's ronnie chang yeah oh yeah and he's he's hilarious in it absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how was it working with him like did you guys have much face-to-face or was it more you guys had your own recording times it got me i never met him um oh we, really oh, yeah i mean wow. this is too bad the way they do it nowadays, and I mean, it may be different with some of the bigger cartoons like, you know, whatever. But in the 90s, they would always do, you know, ensemble reads, ensemble, mm-hmm. you know, cast records. And for the most part, they don't do that anymore. Um, namely, they can do it a lot faster. Mm. It's a little different. Actually, Scissor 7 is different. <laughs> See, a lot of people complain about this. But if you go through and you read the um, the subtitles, uh, what I'm saying is, vastly different than what they're writing and it's because the director is so cool big ups to phil and um he will change lines or he lets me i like a lot of the stuff i did is improv so that's cool yeah yeah i've got to ask like the when he switches into the girl version of you i think the first episode and you say that's fucked up (laughs) uh was was that in the actual original or no no if you'd see that that, that's that's my favorite i was going to use that but you beat me to it um my wife says that for crying out loud (laughs) (laughs) now is your wife a female version of you and is it a bit fucked up because uh, of it. no 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 <laughs> yeah I, I i'm thrown together in a lab somewhere i'm not really sure where yeah. i come from but no um the the original line if you watch the, the original chinese it says naughty he goes he blushes and says naughty and <laughs> phil and it was it was phil's line i got to give him credit you know uh but he was like he said say that's fucked up and so i just went you know that's fucked up and, and yeah. it's just one of the best Daibo lines that I have, I, in my opinion. Oh. I, I love it. Yeah, it's very quotable, too. Yeah, of course. You can use it for anything. 
Yeah, but that's how we did it. It was just, you know, there's a lot of improv and there's a lot of, you know, uh, the other one I really hate is that um, Daibo, when he flexes, like he has a vein pop out in his forehead. Well, I mean, a lot of them mm-hmm. do. It's just what they do on that show. And yeah. I said, when it happened, I went, head flex. And they said, they. <laughs> <laughs> And we kept doing take after take, and I kept doing it. Head flex, you know. I, I kept, I kept doing it in different ways, and uh, and they didn't keep it. So sons of bitches. So some, sometimes you win, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But the that's fucked up. And uh, the other one that I really love is in season two. Is um, I'm talking with the cat. She's like do you really think anybody's going to fall for this? And I'm like, you know, you know, aren't dogs too smart or something? And I'm like, are they? And she's like, aren't they? And I'm like, is it? And she's like, I guess you're right. And then I go, that's so racist. And I, no, absolutely. That was another one that was really fun. I love that because like, I, I just assumed that was written in the show because it's very much the, the dogs and cats having a feud over basically nothing. Right. And it, it does feel a bit racist. The, the, is it, is it, is it, is it, is not, but the, that's so racist was we, we made that up on the spot. Now, cause you record the way you do and, and when you're improving and stuff, how does that work with the other recordee or whatever, right? Like, because they need to work off of you to a certain extent, or does it just work in the final cut? No, they, I mean, we don't work too much off of each other. You really only get your lines. I mean, it's just, you know. You give it your all and see what happens. I mean, yeah, less so in this show. Again, there's there's just more freedom. But there are, I've done stuff, you know, no names or anything. And, I, and I'm not casting any aspersions, but, you know, it's just, no, we have to match the lip flaps. And, and we have to keep it this. And, it, you know, there are times if you watch Scissor 7, it's a little loose on the flaps sometimes. But chickens don't have lips, so screw it. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> you get a pass. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I through going on your socials, I've noticed you have dogs. Don't don't tell people. They might take them from me. No. Uh, yeah, no. I, all, all, my, all, my, all my two fans might come. <laughs> well, you got three here, so oh, we're sweet. coming for it. Shh. I got. I have five. We're a danger to your dogs. <laughs> well, to quote to quote Daibo, it would be you perverts. But uh, <laughs> hey, we never said what we would do with your dog, man. <laughs> no, I got two dogs. I have a. I have a hound. One of them's right here, looking at me like, "Will you shut up, bro?" Um, <laughs> that's the hound dog, Seamus, the speckly one, and then the other one is my little dump dog, uh, Jack, cacti- cactus Jack, and. Uh, okay. Cactus Jack. <laughs> I, I always insist on the uh, the vets whenever they call it the name. They'll be like Jack, and I'm like, no, that's not right. What's his name? <laughs> Make <laughs> them gonna say call it. him anything. Call him Cactus. <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, that's kind of a superpower. Never thought of that. Just name your uh, name your animal. Really, anything silly, and they're forced to do it. My wife and I got in an argument. I wanted to name him a pimp named Slickback, like on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like from the Boondocks. <laughs> Because I just yeah. love, I love the idea of uh, uh, slick back, and I'm like, no, you got to say the whole thing. <laughs> he only comes to the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> but I love the idea of a dog name, a pimp, a, a pimp, or a dog named Slickback or something like that. I just love that idea. That's man, my cat's name is Buttons, and now I'm upset. <laughs> so many more options. <laughs> oh man, not uh, rapid fire questions at you. No, but, please um, go ahead. 
Um, what do you do to distinguish between characters? Like uh, I mentioned Genshin earlier and like, I know you play several characters within that game. Like 20, Is there anything you try yeah. to do to even remember? Okay. This is the character I'm doing. They had this type of voice. Is there like a file in your brain that you're just like, okay, this is their characteristics. Well, there have been a few callbacks. Um, but when they do, they just give you playback. They just say, this is, this is what you did last time. So you don't have to remember them off the top of your head. You're just, no. uh, you're Thankfully. presented with it. Not not you not usually, no. But what about when you're coming up with a character? Do you just have a bunch of character <laughs> voices that you're ready to throw out there and you just wanna Sometimes they just they just say, Okay, one, two, three, go. And you try it and then they say, <laughs> Can you make it a little older? And then you make it a little older, you make it a little younger. You, usually with me, they want me to make it younger. They sculpt you on the spot. Yeah, That's no, pretty- it's it, you know, with with anime and stuff, it, I always feel horrible for the directors and the engineers. I'll say, Are you you know, in the middle, you start now to end. Oh, we've got three more. You know, and it's like they're they're doing they're doing they're doing twelve hour days. You know, and yeah. and the engineers and they're getting you know like a break or two. You know, they they love it when I, I'm I'm particularly fast. I tend to be I take direction really well, and I, mm-hmm. I I knock it out pretty quickly. So they're always pretty happy. You know, at the end, I'm always like, oh, cool, we got like ten minutes left, and they're like, okay, great, it was seeing you, right? You know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I want <laughs> I wanted to visit and tell you about my love for One Punch. You know. <laughs> you know and, and with people with anime i mean obviously if you guys have a podcast called anime not be for everyone then you've probably been fans of anime anime for a long time so i'm assuming yeah. well not me <laughs> oh, are you the one that doesn't know it okay yeah. i'm the one who doesn't yeah they are yeah. trying to convince me over time we've been going yeah, for a we'll little while him. here well i'm the uh i'm i'm the one that you lovingly dubbed chicken manager and i've got the big chick energy <laughs> So <laughs> the big chick energy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I, I'm calling it back for you so you can beat it some more to death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the joke needs no more beating to death. We've, uh, <laughs> This this horse is five rotten. minutes of our okay. episode was talking about the big chick energy joke. Oh my god! It was it was really cute because I was letting uh, my wife listen to a little bit of you guys because oh. I, I was trying to explain your vibe. I'm like I don't know how to explain. It. I put it on and Vicky was like, "Oh, I get it." She's like, "Yeah, this is fun. You'll have fun." And then you guys went into the 10 minute rendition of Big Chick Energy, <laughs> and, and, and I looked over at her and she's smiling and she's like, oh, "Okay, guys, we get it." <laughs> that was that was the point. We had to drill it into the ground it had to be over then and there but then you ended it perfectly you're like yeah we've killed this you know yeah this this horse is is mutilated beyond repair this is the hellraiser horse now yeah but i thought it was funny so beyond this show is this your the favorite project you've worked on then or has there been other ones that he's talking about about. uh scissor seven not uh yeah yes oh not our show show. (laughs) (laughs) we know this is your favorite here but uh i'm referring to scissor seven not our podcast have you ever done anything better than my show i don't think so (laughs) yeah you're never topping this Um, No. no this is actually a lot of fun um I love Scissor Seven. It's uh, it was my first anime. It's not obviously it's Donghua. It's not anime. It's Chinese anime. I mean, it, it's, it's it's what g- we call anime adjacent. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there yeah. you go. I, it was my first when I moved to to LA that I did, and I I I, I got cast three days after moving here, and then I was recording. Oh. I was recording four days later. Wow. That's awesome. Oh yeah, and I, I of course yeah. I I my first director in LA was Phil, and he's he's just. He's incredible. He lets you move around and, and try some things. But to the point, answering the question, um, 
Yeah, Scissor 7 is is definitely one of my top. I have a big project coming out soon, and Ooh, and no. I can't say anything. No. And I'm dying to. I was yeah. ho- I was hoping they would announce before this, so I could go. Yeah, look how great I am, you know. But <laughs> it, it it's a it's a big one for me, and that was a bucket list thing. And so I'm like I'm I'm desperate to free. Oh, I'm so excited. Are we allowed to like throw out guesses? <laughs> you don't have to say yes or no, but <laughs> yeah. Are we allowed to guess? Are we allowed yeah. to pull so, out yet? Too Oh, Jace, are you the next Batman? <laughs> no, I, hit me uh, with your best Batman. Oh man, <laughs> man, uh, that's actually funny you said that because Phil said something about that. We were, I was in a, he was doing a class, and I, I joined just because of out of curiosity how he taught because I'd already worked with him like three times. So I figured, like, well, what the hell? Let's see what his teaching is like. And um, he decided to use me as this little poster boy throughout the entire thing. Nice. But he said, uh, and it, it was it was kind of like you're getting, if you're a cat, you're getting pet and then abruptly pushed off the person's lap or something. Because he, he was like, he was like, Jace is comedy. If I wanted comedy, I wouldn't pick any of you over Jace. Jace would be my first pick. Whoa. <laughs> it was like, holy shit, that's awesome. But then, yeah. but then he, but then he says, would I have him play Batman? Never. Not in a million years. Ever. <laughs> and you know how you only hear the bad shit? I was like, I went like, oh, you know, I'll never be yeah. Batman. But then, yeah. he, but then he followed it up. With, he's like, Iron Man, hell yeah, Green Lantern, yeah, sure. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, that's okay. All right, all right. I'm that guy. I'm not Batman. Jace, we're waiting Whoa. for a Green Lantern. That would be yeah. fun, actually. That right? I love the wise ass kind of thing. It's it's way. Absolutely. I mean, well, I mean, Daibo, duh. Well, knowing that two of like genuinely the lines that give, have given me the biggest laughs in the show are just come straight from you, you. <laughs> just riffing is great like that that should say something like genuinely both lines stand out in my mind oh i appreciate and, that. like i can't say that with a lot of shows well a lot of shows don't get the chance i mean it's not even their fault That's true. you know but um yeah scissor seven is special that way for, for somebody like me i've never was exposed to anime growing up i've never really watched any throughout my life that's the point of this show that i'm trying to get me to do that what would you recommend is a good place to start like, oh, where would somebody wow. go to start watching anime? All right. I am not a, I am by no means an, is it otaku? Otaku? Yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not a super anime guy. I have the ones that I like. And it, mm-hmm. any anyone could tell you it depends on what you dig or anybody that's going to treat you right and not just send you off on some. Well, I like the one that's, oh, start with Sailor Moon. <laughs> it's amazing. She's beautiful. <laughs> I like to dress as Sailor Moon. It's fun. You know. <laughs> Well, you're not wrong. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> 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 Nothing there's anything wrong with that. But you know what I mean? You, you don't want to talk to an otaku. You want to talk to, you know, find what you like. If you like the serious, I like some of the serious stuff. So it's like, if I was going to say that, then I would say, man, berserk. But that is some raw, hardcore yeah. shit. I mean, yeah. it is, it is ugly dark. But then again, it's like, you know, my wife will actually watch a Gretzko. Oh, I like that one. It's cute. It's like The Office with red pandas it's really sweet um i i really like that real one sometimes it does get yeah, real but it's it, that's fun um i like fist of the north star but that's going back into 80s anime and that's a really different animal that's mm, like watching you know next week on transformers you know it, oh, it's the, the filler <laughs> oh the, it just yeah. they're like milk it baby milk it milk it mm-hmm. we've got three seasons on this one episode <laughs> we've already been paid <laughs> <laughs> they're americans what are they care boom yeah um, 
But uh, the other one would be One Punch Man for me. Season seven, obviously, but uh, One Punch Man is just really fun. I I think they announced season three, but I I I really hope that they haven't recorded the English yet because damn it, I want the call. <laughs> I want to get killed by him so badly. I I just. Uh, <laughs> You just want to be one of those one-time villains that gives a little monologue and then just gets wrecked. I, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I, that's what happened to me in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, I was. I don't know if you guys watched that, but uh, I was Thunder McQueen in that. Oh shit! Oh, okay, I got I got a lot of love for that because he was. Um, well, they didn't tell me, but as it went along, it was like, okay, you want every emotion. No problem. You know, let's. You know, he's all over the board, man. It's. <laughs> He's at the same time. There's kind of a charming thing about him. He's kind of lovable in a way, but then, but then you hate him, and then, and then you feel sorry for him. But you know, he's just a weird, weird character. And I got to do my squeaky little girl cry, which I always find hilarious with men. I think it's really funny <laughs> to just have a man be like, "I will, I will destroy you." Ow. <laughs> You know, I, I, I love doing that. And so I, I, I got to do that with Thunder McQueen and, and everybody online, whenever they comment about him, they're like, that squeaky cry, I'm dead. You know, they, they love that. So, and it almost Hell got, yeah. it almost got cut. I begged him. I was like, I was like, please, please, please don't cut that. It's funny. And luckily they kept That's it. good shit. JoJo's has always been the trickiest thing to follow for me. Cause I know there's the eighties Joe's Joe's or like the late or early nineties or whatever. And then there's the new stuff that comes out, but then it's also showing the beginning of like the Jojo family through that. And I don't know. I just never know where to start with that. Jojo is pants shittingly insane. Yeah. Yeah. From what I saw, it was, <laughs> it is, it is this out is of so its mind. insane. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the other show that the uh, makers of one punch do mob psycho? I put it in there and I've just not gotten to it, but oh, is it mob good psycho for me personally hits on another level. I like I I love One Punch Man. For me, when I first read One Punch Man, I was like, I don't get it. This guy is just impossible because I didn't realize it was a comedy. Yeah. For like, I, I read like three issues and was like, I just don't get the appeal. <laughs> He's Superman, except Kryptonite doesn't exist. That's Brody's problem. He forgets about the comedy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not. I, yeah, I, I, I was like, you poor dear. You you read three <laughs> issues of One Punch, not realizing it's a comedy. It's like that. Really? Was, Honestly, though, that that would be like going to a musical and being like, why is everybody singing? I, I don't understand. <laughs> Another song? Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, let's give it up for the brilliance of that. It, it, it's like you watch Dragon Ball or any of that or even Superman or anything like that. And it's like they grow stronger through through their love mm-hmm. or, or through their force of and Saitama already did it. He's there. He can't get, yeah. it, it, we're done. That's super Saiyan monkey ball, wherever, you know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like he, he, he can't go anymore. You know, if he does, he'll just turn into plasma or something. You know, it's just like he, he's, he's, he's done. <laughs> he will ascend. Yes. <laughs> you know, he, yeah, he will ascend to the, to, to Valhalla, you know, <laughs> it, it's like, what a genius way to do it. Because I love that. The only thing that got him mad in season one was he missed. He thought he, you mean it's Saturday and they go through the whole buildup and then he was, I missed, I missed the, you know, the, the sale. sale. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, it, it, that's genius. I think it's so good i I think that's so funny and they somehow are milking it to make it continue i bought all the 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 manga manga however you say it that last arc though when he's fighting all those motherfuckers like that's like four seasons event like entertainment right there they're gonna 
stretch those out. See, but the beauty is I haven't read it yet. <laughs> oh, oh, you ship <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, bro. <laughs> it's on my bookshelf. <laughs> it's on my bookshelf, but... No, but it's like right now I'm reading, um, like I was reading heavy books. Like I was reading about um, Boss Tweed and then I was reading about uh, the Mongols and stuff like that. And then I was just like, okay, this is putting me to sleep. You know, I'm trying to read it, but I'm tired. I'm one of those seven day weekers. Like, you know, anime is cool, but that's my fun stuff. It's like I do e-learning and commercial and like that's that's how I make my living, you know. So I do really heavy stuff. I train doctors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> no, not that scalpel, you pervert. You know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so I, you know, so I'm, I'm in the studio all, it's literally seven, seven days a week. I was, I was doing e-learning before getting with you guys, you know? So it's like, Oh wow. Yeah. No, dude, I, I'm I, at the end of the night, I'm tired, you know? So it's like, I go to read something, you know, like I love history and stuff, but it's like, you know, two paragraphs. I'm you know, so I, I, I decided to get some, some lighter stuff. So I'm reading, um, uh, the dead space novels. Cause I decided to go oh, back through, through dead space. Holy shit. What a great game. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. All you haters that. that don't like dead space three can saw it <laughs> off. That shit is awesome. <laughs> we got a third. Just be happy. You know, I have an inherent, uh, dislike for dead space three because I was supposed to play it with a friend and then he went off and played <laughs> it with someone else. <laughs> The option's still available. Enough time's gone by, Caleb. We could pick it up. <laughs> but, I can't. Uh, it's spoiled for me. Is the wound that fresh? Is it still? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I don't have to worry about it. I never had any friends, so I just play with myself. <laughs> This is a PG podcast, Jace. <laughs> oh, oh. I, you, sh- you shouldn't have had me on then. <laughs> Okay. Well, this seems like a good segue for me. This is one of my only questions, Jace. It's worded a little silly, so I hope you're okay with that. I was just curious, because you say you're working seven days a week, you know, constantly getting that cheddar. I was just curious if you have a particular or tried and true way of lubing up that throat. (laughs) (laughs) When you said you were going to ask it silly, I thought you were going to go, what sort of thing do you, I I was really waiting for like an interesting. Sorry. (laughs) I could try. I could try again. I mean, (laughs) we're not the voice actors here. We can't. No. (laughs) What I, what I always liked, uh, I come from music. So I would always do this to um, freak out the engineers because it would be quiet and we'd be waiting and I'd say, well, uh, I'm glad we're family because I'm going to come over there and sit on that lap of yours. <laughs> and like no one in the room would hear this, but the guy with the but headphones, the guy with the head- right? And you'd, you'd hear the guy with the headphones <laughs> throw his headphones off and go, ah! You know. <laughs> so let me, uh, let me answer your question like this. Well, I start, I, uh, you know, I did a lot of practicing being able to open up my throat and, uh, you know, <laughs> let those vowels just slide out. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> he, and he, and he's the one that, he's the one that doesn't have a picture of himself right now. So <laughs> I like that. It was good. You don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Shut up. Let him speak. <laughs> I come from the music industry, so I I worked on my vocals with, uh, you know, training and stuff like that. And uh, honestly, I mean, Daibo's different, but again, I don't scream for people 
you know, when I'm teaching someone how to take apart a diesel engine, I don't, you know, scream at them to take <laughs> out the crankshaft, you know, it's, uh, oh, okay. it's much more conversational, Yes, you know, cause they don't want you to sell, you know, Coke talking like Bobcat Golfwick or something, you know, <laughs> buy Coke, you know, it just it <laughs> depends, depends on the type of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about yayo. Bring your parka. We're expecting flurries, you know? It's not supposed to snow in Southern California, but it does. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) So what made, like you said, you were from a music background. Is that when you realized you wanted to do voice acting as a career? Or what was the... Music just wasn't working for me because, strangely, uh, people in 2016 didn't want some blues rock guy, you know? Amazing that that wasn't the most popular music at the time, or hadn't been, <laughs> hadn't been for since 1970s, you know? Fair, fair. So, yeah, I couldn't... I mean, you know, I had some fans, and I, I made some music. Is your music on Spotify? Because now I'm... Supreme. Yeah, yeah. Like, this doesn't have to be in it, but I'm, I want to know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's on Spotify. It's Jace Patrick, and if you listen to the album that has a planet getting stoned playing the computer okay that, that sounds like a great cover <laughs> well it was my cover yeah i mean i i did everything with that stuff but uh, if you listen to it, the name of the album was inky ovine which is a clever way of saying black sheep that's hey. that is, that's great we love uh word humor here that's that's about the best i did uh the second album tributaries was okay uh the first album was meandering and all over the place i didn't know what i was doing it was my first time just doing everything myself mm. You know, because I started out as a drummer and uh, I went on my first pro tour when I was 18. I was complete, you know, imagine an 18 year old set loose in that. I, oh my goodness. Yeah, it ruined me for anything. So, Uh, well, Look back to how I was at 18. Yeah. You know, I spent the next 15 years or whatever trying to, trying to recreate it. And then, you know, I, I had amassed, excuse me, a studio and, my engineer and, and wife at uh, my engineer and wife at that time. I thought you were saying your wife was the engineer. No, no, no. That's no. where I was going too. But okay, there's a lot of little <laughs> to it. Yeah, but I was like, oh, that's sweet. Like shit. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a complicated story. So I'm having to wax long and whatever here. But... Sorry. And we're making it harder. Whoops. We interject constantly, and that's a part of it. And I apologize. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. That's y'all's shtick. I dig it. But uh, so they were like, you know, voice acting, you should do it, you know. And I, I was like, eh. And then they said it again, you know, about nine months later, 10 months or a year later. And I was so sick of it at that point that I just, for whatever reason, I listened to reason and I did it. And, um, I booked my first job on July 4th for Independence Day, and it was the sixth day of me actually auditioning. And in my industry, that's unheard of. You go typically months. Sometimes people go a year or more, and they don't book any, you know, they before they book anything. And my favorite part of this story is my wife said, you know, if we can just make $500 – a month and then we can make bills. You know, I had had an office job for 11 years and then right before Christmas, the guy let me go. Cause I asked for a raise. Oh, just straight oh, up. You hate that. Just like that. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, dude, he saved my life. He really did. Cause I'm, I made nothing then. And you know, uh, your boys got Skrilla now. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> make it rain. Yep, 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 yep. I got to keep these hound dogs in Yayo and, and you know, 
bling parties and stuff, but so much ice, (laughs) (laughs) so much ice. (laughs) I'm I'm stealing the shit out of that dude. (laughs) Go right ahead, sir. (laughs) So, so anyway, uh, I was supposed to make 500 bucks a month and that would help us just, we'd make bills and we'd be cool. And I made 2,700 bucks that first month. Woo! But for whatever reason, I just went straight up and I never stopped. But I mean, a, a great part of that again is that work ethic is that I, I bust my ass every day. You know, it, it's, it's very lucky. Yes. But, uh, you know, I've also worked very hard to get where I'm at. Well, not to get all grandpa on you, but what is luck? It's opportunity and talent finding them finding themselves right well i mean work ethic is a big thing because i mean as you can hear i don't have the golden announcer voice um my 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 ability (laughs) is in my read i can make something just about anything sound conversational and that's what they want in ads and e-learning and stuff you know you don't want to listen to a robot tell you how to take out a diesel engine you know Absolutely not. So yeah, we did a game earlier this episode where we were trying to do like character voices and stuff. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> it was rough. We so failed pretty miserably. The problem with these character voices was they wanted to do impressions of famous people, but the yeah. problem is none of us can do impressions of anyone. Neither can I. Uh, Matt, I was going to ask if you could do any celebrity impressions. <laughs> not, not really. Um, I. <laughs> The thing with impressions is when they sound, most people can do something and, and ape something if they say the line that you know. Yeah. You know? yeah the Mo- most of us can go, you shall not pass. <laughs> hey, it's the wizard guy. <laughs> <laughs> the wizard. While I don't sound like Ian McKellen, I, you know what I'm doing, you know, but if yeah, you can, yes. if you can be Ian McKellen ordering a cheeseburger or bitching about somebody giving a, giving him a parking ticket, that's when, <laughs> that's when you're a real impressionist, you know, but I am what not an impressionist. I shall not pass. <laughs> I was just trying to give you a parking ticket and you're telling me I can't pass? What do you mean? Yeah, really. <laughs> I shall not pay! Yeah, there it there is. There it is. Oh, man. Beautiful. So you can, is what you're saying. You can do impressions, because I believe that. <laughs> no. <laughs> I no. shall not pay! Oh, that was good. I like that. Zach does a mean Obama. <laughs> oh. I don't think anyone does an Obama, but Obama. I, yeah, that's. I'm putting him on the spot. <laughs> We're also Canadian, lot, so we don't really know. Yeah, uh... yeah, we don't. We never heard any of his. I, I, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you got you got that that slight Southern draw to your voice. That you know that lull. I have a um, yeah to 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 you Northern monkeys. I have a. Um... <laughs> It's the Arctic monkeys, and they're great. I've okay. never heard Canadians refer to northern monkeys. That's a, that's a Brit term. They 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 call the you know, like people from Yorkshire. They call them northern monkeys, and that's where the Arctic oh. that's where the Arctic monkeys come from. Um, so I I, I love the term northern monkey. So I just figured I'd throw it in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah to, you to, to to you lot, I have a country accent, but I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty neutral American. But there's a I have what we think of as the Southern swing. And if you get me going, it'll kind of start getting in. And then before you know it, I'm talking, you know, yeah, going down the, over the road over there. Yeah. Cause just, uh, <laughs> there's, there's, just by the dead dog, the dead dog ain't there no more. But if you turn, you're going to see a tree stump that's gone, but there used to be a tree stump there, but that that's where that dead dog was. You remember the tournament? <laughs> I'm just trying to get to Walmart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, same thing happens to us. We'll just be talking, and then out of nowhere, we start talking like this, bud, and we can't help it because we're freaking Canadian. We try not to, and we try to let people know, hey, we're friendly. You don't have to just come over here and then, you know, get some maple syrup and leave. Stay for a bit. It's okay. And then we go back to the normal voice, and it's all good. But, like, we don't want people knowing we're Canadian. What is it you guys have? Is it the crawlers? What is it there? Oh, the the honey crawlers. Crawlers. Okay, yeah. It's a, oh, I, yeah. So you've been to Tim's then. <laughs> I got. I actually got family up in Canada, but it's Northeast Canada, and they're French Canadian. Okay. It's the best Canada. Um, <laughs> yeah, tell that to the rest of Canada. <laughs> hey, the rest of Canada sucks, huh? Such is life. <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> yeah. It's been a blast having you, man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This has been a real good yeah, time. We don't need to take up any more of your time. <laughs> Apropos of nothing, get the hell out, Chase. We're, we're, we're done. <laughs> no, but... I, I, I wasn't trying to send you <laughs> off, but at the same time, it was, it's great having you. It's uh, it's strange hearing the voice being so similar to your character in Scissor 7, but <laughs> also being not him whatsoever, right? Just so. a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah, I talked about making bling, and his dog was awesome. And yeah, I, besides being an arrogant ass, he was awesome. Checked all those boxes. You're talking to three arrogant asses here, so... <laughs> But th- but thanks for having me, guys. It was this oh, was a of hell course. of a lot of fun, man. That means yeah, so really much. We really appreciate Chase. it. Get yeah. me for season three. We'll talk more. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do. Dude. We'll do. All right. He's agreed to come back. Well, I hope your butts were blasted clear off. Uh, I know mine was. Uh, it was great having uh, Jace to chat with and, and pick his brain and find out some of the ins and outs of the uh, the anime voice acting and just voice acting in general. And um, music. And music. And music. It was it was a pleasure having him. Hopefully he doesn't mind the goofs and the gaffs. It seemed like he was more than happy to jump in with some of his own, and it was great having him. And I'm kind of hurt about him calling us monkeys, but, you know. <gasps> that was a little racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he gave a decent Canadian accent, at least, so maybe it's <laughs> kind of equals it's out. It's love. Okay. Caleb, where can, uh, where can people share us? Yeah, so everybody check us out, share us around, check us out on Twitter and Instagram. We have a lot of posts going up there every week. Uh, also, share us to your friends, and we're on all these podcatching services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Anybody can listen to us, and everybody should. Do the people of the world have to pay for this service, Caleb? Uh, yeah, it's $26 every time you listen to one of our episodes, but like it's so, retroactive. It's not. So like 10 years down the line, <laughs> you'll get, you'll get a bill. <laughs> you won't, yeah. you won't. You might. It's worth it though. No. Um, $26 in the future. That'll be worth nothing, Brody. It's fine. <laughs> I just want to thank good kid. Reverse inflation. Yeah. Good kid's new song. I haven't heard it yet. Yes, you did. You were just okay. I just wanna. I just wanna say, Zach, you did. You were just very drunk. <gasps> that was one of them. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, show, I showed you the song, my man. I thought that was a dream I had. <laughs> I thought that was a dream. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for Good Kid. For a little... <laughs> good Cad. Thank you so much for Good Kid for letting us use uh, the intro song Down with the King and Orbit. That being said, we might change this week for uh, their new song, No Time to Explain. Uh, yeah, I, I think you'll enjoy it. Go check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, no time any other social. Socials. Go see them in concert. I think they're on tour right now. Are they not? Yeah, they're Literally. on tour. If you're in the States, check them out. If you get two minutes alone with them, make sure to say our name. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most important thing. <laughs> also, make sure to go follow Jace on all of his socials. Follow him on Instagram. Awesome. Jace Patrick. Keep your ear out for that big new project that he hinted at so temptingly. Oh. All right, everybody. Thank you all for listening to our show. This is the part where we all clumsily say the name <laughs> oh of our God. show as we exit out. It's and it's so been a classic. thing for about 15 episodes. Caleb, so Caleb, the joke is you interrupting someone who's speaking. You can't interrupt yourself. And then and tell it may them, not be for mean. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it may not be for everyone. Do you have any phase? Are you having anything like that? Kind of a weird. I'm here in some phase, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about how about now? Is that better? That's Ooh, much better. You're sounding yeah. way more crisp and clear, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's weird. Whenever you do one of these online, uh, Zoom, Skype, any of that crap, it's mm-hmm. like, it double dips on the mic. Pro Tools is it's coming through Pro Tools, but it's also going through the thing itself, the the online uh, whatcha jiggy and and is the whatcha jiggy the technical term for it? Uh, no, that's actually a, actually a who's call it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, true, true. I, I I'm quite versed in those. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We're not rolling yet, are we? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>